All right, welcome. This is Orion Rising in an impromptu live. Welcome to Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. Hi, guys. Welcome. Let's share this out, all right? Everybody share this out. So today I decided to come on uh, to talk about a couple of things because, you know, the way things are going in the news, there's my ugly mug. Namaste. How are we doing? So everybody share this out. I'm going to do the same thing, so I'll be looking down for a minute while we're live here while I'm sharing on my phone. Um, Let's see here. I should probably just do it on the computer. It's faster. I'll probably just do that. It's faster. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about today is that I'll probably turn it back to the the camera or the uh, slideshow so you guys can watch the slideshow. Instead of having to stare at my ugly mug the entire time, but <clears throat> in the news, I want to I'm going to talk about you know in the news what's going on with with the you know the uh, um, Democratic Party and talking about and all the news media everybody talking about Donald Trump and I want to show you how in their minds there's nothing that Donald Trump can do. Period. That's worth a crap. Let me show you why. Okay, so he talked to Bob Woodward several times, uh, you know, over the course of his four years. And Bob Woodward never once mentioned it until he was selling a book. And then he said in the book that Donald Trump had said, you know, that he downplayed the virus. How dare he? Oh, my God. How dare he? All the news agencies said everybody politicians. How dare he downplay that? What did he know? And how come he didn't tell us? So, I want to ask, show of hands. Does anybody know what the IQ test is, is, is based on? Show of hands. No? Okay. You can look this up. I talk about it all the time. The IQ test is based on the fact that psychologically, emotionally, and maturity level of the average person on this planet is not above the age of 18. That's 18, one eight. Anyone who tests above that is considered a genius because they're actually considered an adult. Okay. So they're writing on the fact that most of you are not well educated and that you are a teenager mentally, no matter how old you are. You're a teenager. And let me, let me explain this before you guys start saying, oh, you're obviously a Republican mouthpiece and, and that's it. And that's what your problem is. You're a hack for the Republicans. This shows that my camera's frozen. Is the signal frozen? Let me take a gander here. Make sure the signal's still going over here. No, it shows that I'm frozen. What's the deal? My shadow ban and not know it on Facebook? Is that what's going on? Let me see if there's any sound if it's just my camera on the, on the thing there. Okay, so my camera's working. It's cutting in and out. That's what it is. So let me go over here and turn on the slideshow so you guys don't have me. Because right now I'm not frozen on my equipment. And I'm not frozen there, but I was for a minute. So instead of looking at my ugly mug, we'll put it back over here to the slideshow. Okay, so here's the perfect example. They say, how dare he downplay this virus because millions and billions of people could have gotten killed because he's downplaying the virus. Yet you go back in time to January, which was right after the Chinese told the World Health Organization Oh, no, we have a virus. 
We had one case, one case in the United States in January, and Donald Trump said, oh, no, we better lock down the nation and not let anybody fly in here from China. These same people who are now claiming how dare he downplay this virus said, oh, my God, how dare he upplay this virus? He's a, a panic monger. And, and uh, how dare he? He's racist because he's locking down the airports from, from China. And then when all of a sudden we started finding out all over the world that it was getting really bad, he said, okay, nobody from Europe because they seem to have it worse than anyone else. How dare he? How dare he, all the news agencies said. Racist, xenophobe, panic monger. How dare he lock down the airports? And then when he said, we got to lock people down, we can't let anyone in this country. Oh, my God. He's not fit. He's insane. He's not fit to be the president. How dare he make us all panic by telling us there's a pandemic and we're all going to die? Then when they started talking about the numbers. Now, mind you, I started looking at the numbers as well. All right. Now, I don't know if most people would consider me to be above the age of 18, but the IQ test clearly states that I am. Now, I don't know if that's it or if uh, the fact that some people are born natural leaders and I happen to be one of them, not because I'm arrogant and think that. It's because I've been tested and proven that. Okay, so when the numbers started coming out, the numbers that everybody knew, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff, Right, All the Republicans, all the Democrats, all the news agencies, they have the same access to the same numbers at the CDC. I know because I went to the CDC and got the numbers because Dr. Anthony Fauci was coming out and saying, this could be really bad. So I did the numbers. And the numbers originally that came out projected 200 million dead in the United States. 200 million dead by this time okay now did i when people said and asked me is this the end of the universe are we going to die is this the end of the world my answer to them was no of course not it's not that bad don't worry about it i downplayed it why would i do that donald trump came out and he downplayed it all of the officials came out and said, now, hold on, we have preliminary numbers and the reports are coming in and they look really bad, but we don't know because we're not testing people yet. We have to come up with a test and we have to start testing. So relax, calm down. But the truth is the numbers said 200 million dead. And I said, these numbers will change, relax. Everyone that has ever seen a pandemic, which uh, just so you guys know that there are ongoing seven pandemics, 24 hours a day, seven days out of the week, 365 days a year that have been going on on this planet forever, forever, people. Right now, the, the, all the flu bugs are still rampant over here. It's summer, so we don't have we stop reporting numbers in March for all the flu bugs and all the uh, diarrhea and all that. They stop reporting those numbers because they fall off to so small, it's not worth tracking. However, on the other side of the planet where it's winter, those numbers are way up. They're fighting it off. It's their winter cold flu season, and everybody's got it. 
That's why COVID is now more rampant on the other side of the planet where winter is. Okay? Because they're fighting off the second wave of of the, you know, the second winter with COVID-19. So we're going to be going into winter over here and the same thing's going to happen to us. Because it hasn't gone away, so it's going to get more rampant again. And everybody's saying, you know, well, we need to lock down, which is the worst thing to do. It destroys our economy. Okay? And just like one of the doctors today on, on the news said, all of this is based on what went on in, in 1918 when we had no idea of anything. We were, I mean, technologically, we were barbarians compared to now. So they locked everything down that ruined the economy. We now know that we don't have to lock down because of what we just learned between January and now, that we don't need to lock down the entire nation. We just need to start locking down certain groups of people in certain areas where this is happening, not the entire state, not the entire country. Okay, we don't need to do that. We need to, we need to say we, need, we have the ability now to track where is it being spread. Okay, then those areas need to more, have more self-distancing or we need to maybe lock down. If it's happening in restaurants, okay, maybe we should go back to uh, the dining rooms closed and, and the way things were going there. Is it happening primarily in bars? Okay, bars are locked down or further distancings. We know that now. We know that that works. We don't have to lock down everything. We need to get these middle-class people back to work. So no matter what Donald Trump does, he's going to be looked at by the media, who are, in fact, a, a campaign, a propaganda campaign, for the Democratic Party to take back power. And if you think that that's a lie, then you, you do have a low IQ, and you, you are brainwashed, and you think you're not. You think you're awake, and you're absolutely not awake. You don't know what's going on. I, I'm telling you this not because I'm trying to be arrogant. I'm telling you this because I, I, I see it. And if you don't see it, it's because they, the, you're one of the people that they have control over, over your mind. And you only watch what they tell you, and you only listen to what they tell you. And anybody tells you different, you immediately go, racist, or xenophobe, or you have to be a Republican. And I'm not. I registered as zero party, no party affiliation. Because I think for myself. I don't listen to Republican hacks. I don't listen to Republican uh, spins. Or You know, I hear them. I listen. Okay, I can't say I don't listen to them because I do pay attention to them. I watch Fox, and then I watch CNN and MSNBC. I watch all of them. I watch all of the networks. I literally do. I go from one to the other. Let's see what the other one's talking about right now. And I go over there, and I watch them for a while, and I go, okay, now let's go back over to this one and see what they're talking about. And that, there you get an idea of the truth, people. I tell you this all the time. You should know this. If you're adults... You should know. Let's see if my camera's working again. See, there we are. Let's see if we can keep that on. If you're an adult, you should know that your children are going to lie to you and say that they are the, the victim. Because they're children, that's what they do. You did it first. He did it first. She did it first. I wasn't doing anything. I was just sitting there, and he did it. Well, you hit me. Well, I hit you because you hit me. Well, I hit you because you hit me. Okay, that's, those are children. That's how children speak and think. If you speak and think like that, when someone says something about politics or anything else, you're a child. I'm not trying to, to get on here and chastise everyone. I'm just trying to show people that if you're not objective or subjective in your reasoning skills and listening to these people on these networks, on this television and all over the world, and you don't see that that's what they're doing, 
then you're a part of the problem. You're not a part of the solution. You might think you are, but you're not. Because you don't see that. If your children both came to you, if you don't have any children, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay? Because you've never had to be an adult in the room. Most of the problems that we have right now on this planet, most of those problems are because right now with all of this scariness that's going on for the first time in your lives, you're being forced to be an adult. And you don't know how to do that. Right? So you either, everyone out there has said, there's, a, there's polls, you know, they ask people, how, how has you know, COVID-19 affected your family life or your personal life? And you have mixed, because people are mixed. You have some people that say, oh my God, my family's better for it because we're forced to be a family unit. And because of that, we, we're so much closer now than we were before. And that you didn't realize that you're being so distracted by the world that you were running off doing everything and not paying attention to what was going on. Your attention span is like 30 seconds, right? And that, that reflects by anybody that gets on and talks. We don't even, we, you know, we don't track what we do. We do, we do track the, uh, the minutes watched total, but we watch the average minutes watched, and then we have it broken down into categories. Average one-second view, average three-second view, average 30-second view, because those are the most people that watch. Other than that, you get other people that stay for a while and watch for a long time, but most people come in and out, oh, I don't want to hear about this. Oh, I don't want to hear about that. Okay, so what's happening out there is that they're attacking Donald Trump, and no matter what he does, first he was crazy insane because he was panic-mongering and telling people that there was a disease and we need to look out for it. And once they all realized there was a disease and we needed to look out for it, they attacked Donald Trump and said, well, when did you know it and how come you didn't do it sooner? <laughs> he was still at fault. When did you know and how come you didn't do it sooner? Well, now... Nancy Pelosi and all of the Democrats would have you believe that Donald Trump was privy to some sort of information that they didn't know, that no one else on the planet knew. Well, somebody had to give him that briefing. Who gave him the briefing? From my understanding, it's Anthony Fauci. And everybody questioned Anthony Fauci and said, well, the, well, the president was downplaying it. And he was like, well, no. I, and he was downplaying the president downplaying it. So either Anthony Fauci is the top dog and he told the president how bad it was, and the president downplayed it, but Anthony Fauci was downplaying it. Do you see? The reason for that is a leader downplays things so that people don't panic because they would be killing each other and eating each other in the streets. Did you guys know that um, a week ago yesterday on Sunday, a week ago Sunday, uh, maybe it was the Sunday before? It was the, No, it was. It was the Sunday of the... Um, um, holiday so it was it was labor day weekend that sunday are you guys aware that there was a meteor the size of texas that was a near hit i'm sorry they call that a near miss to the world no they didn't tell you about it you know why because people would have panicked and said oh my god they're lying it's going to hit us and they're not telling us and everybody would have started killing each other it would be mass murder in the streets so they didn't even tell you you could find it because if you track things like that like i do because i'm a nerd you can find it and go, hey, look. And then they kind of floated it on Google for you if you wanted to click on the thing. But you had to be, most people would be like, I don't care about that. I don't know, that's science. No, it's the science stuff, whatever. What's going on over here? 
Okay, so they didn't even tell you that about that. That could have hit us, and it might. Each time it comes here, it gets closer. So you, they don't even want you to pay attention because if you do the math on your own, there's a definite timeline when it's going to destroy the earth. <laughs> okay? Is that going to be in the next 10 years? No. No, it's not. Okay? But that thing comes around every, I don't know how many, uh, hundreds of years or 50 years or something. It's in an orbit in our solar system. Okay? It's part of the Kuiper belt, and it's getting awful close. And there's a lot of stuff. They track, and they try to track everything they can find that is vectoring in in any way towards the, the, our, our planet. And even if it's, you know, not, but it's getting closer, they say, okay, let's, let's figure this out. If it stays on the same trajectory and nothing happens, how many years before it impacts the Earth? So that they do that all over the, all over the, the globe, I mean, all over the universe, up in the sky. But they don't tell you guys about that because why warn you? Because if they tell you, then you're going to panic. Everybody panicked for a long time over that 2032 meteor that's supposed to impact the Earth. Everybody freaked out. It's the end of the world. We're all going to die. They started freaking out then. Haley's Comet comes by, and they freak out. Mass suicides. Those, the whole group of people thought there was an alien spaceship in the contrail and that they needed to murder themselves, kill themselves, and then they would be, their souls would be picked up on this alien spaceship, and they would live there forever or something. So they all did it. So you can't just tell a population there's imminent doom. They lie. Here's another example. After 9-11 happened, we just had the, the other day, was the 19th birthday, 19th birthday of 9-11. And people are, all the first responders are all dying now of, of different kinds of cancers. When it happened, Hillary Clinton was in charge over there. I don't remember exactly what her title was. But she came out to the population of the world, you can look this up, and downplayed. Downplayed the toxicity level of the air in New York, knowing that that was a lie. And people like me, anybody who has a half of a brain, knew at the time that was a lie. She said, there's nothing wrong with the air in that dust or the air there. Just go about your daily routine, get back to normal, and first responders just, you know, keep digging for people that we can find some people alive or, or, or whatever, just, and then we can remove the rubble and, and start getting back to normal. Every single one of them is either dying or dead or getting themselves ready because they're pretty sure that it's going to happen to them. To the point where people had to sue the federal government to get concessions for the family because they knew the government knew that they were lying to these people but the work needed to be done so they lied to the slaves that's you me and everybody else didn't give them hazmat gear at all when they could have look what they did during this virus they could have gave them had hazmat gear but they didn't and they said go in and, and, and continue doing what you're doing now they're all dying so they sued the government, and they just last year, John Roberts had to step in, great man for doing so, and, and go after the government, keep hounding them, and bring people in front of the government, and showing them, look, they're dying here, these people are dying, because you guys lied to them and told them that everything was fine, and now they're dropping dead, and you don't care. So finally, they got the government to start paying for the medical for all these guys, and paying concessions to the families. 
because they lied about the whole thing. It was toxic. I, at the time, yelled at the screen. You are so freaking lying. All of that there is toxic. All the air there that they're breathing is going to kill them. And now they're all going to die. And you're going to have a bunch of people in lower Manhattan that was in and around that area during that time. You're going to have a, an intense you know, cancer rate of different kinds happening. And it is. But because they're all different, because every person's different, some people develop a different kind of cancer than other people. Women get breast cancer. Guys might get prostate cancer. And the levels of those cancers or frequency of those cancers is on the rise. And that's du directly related to 9-11. They lied, downplayed it. Same person, Hillary Clinton, is now on the president for downplaying this virus. When she downplayed that and killing hundreds of thousands, knowing hundreds of thousands of Americans were going to die. My point here, I'm not trying to point the finger at Hillary Clinton and say she was wrong. I'm not trying to point the, the, the finger at Donald Trump and say he was right. Well, actually, yes, I am, because a leader, unfortunately, has to make decisions. When it comes to the possibility of people panicking, you don't tell them the truth or you downplay the truth. Okay? If any of you have ever been in the military, you know that that is true. That's why there's that joke. There's always this joke about the English. And when they were occupying, you know, in Africa, and then the, the sergeants and the captains and the lions in Africa. <laughs> don't be so silly. There's no lions in Africa. Just keep doing what you're doing. Okay, because you, you can't panic the troops. They'll run. Okay, this is, this is combat 101. Your troops are going to get scared and they're going to break. So people have to be brave and upright in the middle of that chaos and turn them and rally them. And you can win things by doing that. We can do spectacular things, but we end up taking losses for it. If Donald Trump would have said, oh, my God, we're going to have 200 million dead by, by September. What do you think would have happened? Him being honest and telling what everybody is mad at him for now, because he didn't, wasn't honest and didn't tell everybody. Him being honest would have panicked the nation at that moment when those numbers came out and more people would have died because of it. And check it out. As it was, he downplayed, and then guess what? The numbers were not right, and they, they, they changed. Times changed march april may june by the time june hit they were testing now and we were over 100 million tests right or close to it we're getting close to that now right i meant we're, we're, we're over 50 million tests because we're almost at 100 million tests now people tested and guess what the numbers are only 190,000 people and it is that is high but it's not 200 million so had Donald Trump, when, when back then, had he not downplayed it, which everybody's mad at him for downplaying it, the same people who were mad at him for being a panic monger three months earlier when he said, oh, my God, virus, lock everything down. Okay? Same people who were your panic monger. Nancy Pelosi was in San Francisco. Don't listen to him. Come down to, to Chinatown. We're having a party. Right? The governor over there in, in New York was like, don't listen to him. Go about your normal lives. How many people did they get infected? No one cares about that because it's not part of the agenda of the news agencies to show you that. Because their agenda is to get the Democrats reelected. So they're not journalists. They're propagandists. Just like Fox is a propagandist for the, for the president. They have to be. They're the only ones out there that is. So they're doing it.
oh my god, I hate Fox for doing that. But you're okay with all the other news agencies being the opposite and being a propaganda machine for the Democratic Party. No, they're not. They're being honest. No, they're not. They're lying to you, just like everyone else. Okay? Nancy Pelosi it lied to you. She said she... Everybody needs to lock down. Nobody can go get their hair cut because we're closing them down in this state, according to Gavin Newsom, who is Nancy Pelosi's nephew. Nancy Pelosi is the chairman, right, of the, uh, or the, she's the House, uh, uh, Speaker of the House. Co-equal government official got duped, apparently, by a hairdresser. And now that same co-equal uh, govern, uh, uh, presidency got duped by the president, apparently. And so did all the rest of the world. Because what? He's smarter than all the rest of us? Well, no, no, no. No, of course not. Haven't you listened to anything the news agencies have told you for the last four years? He's not smart. In fact, he's so stupid that he's probably in the pocket of the Russians. So this stupid man who's in the pocket of the Russians, you're supposed to believe today, not yesterday, but today you're supposed to believe he duped everyone by downplaying a virus. But he downplayed a virus at a time when that virus was going to kill 200 million people. And then the numbers went, oops, that's not right, because they tested. They started testing. And the more people you test, the more positive and negatives you have. And then all of a sudden, the more people that are surviving, right, the more people that are surviving is causing the numbers to go down. And that's what happened, right? So, hi, guys. I haven't said anything to any of you in the chat. I see you in the chat over here. I'm looking at the monitor. Melissa, hello. And, and who else is out there? Celeste, hello. Danny, hello. Julie, hello. Anybody who hasn't said anything in the, in the chat, hello. So, yeah, right? It's, it, what, let me look here what, what you're saying here. Celeste said something here, and I have to look on the other monitor because that one's... Um, yeah, it's a lot to keep track of. Yeah, it is. That's the problem. So the problem is that it, all of everything that's going on is it, it's a ton of stuff because it's all coming in. All the, you know, the data is changing. It's fluid. Everything's fluid. So it's really hard to keep track of everything that's happening all at once. So you don't panic the people... By crazy numbers at the beginning. That's what you do as a leader. Someone asked me one time, getting back to the meteor, if you knew and you were in charge that there was a meteor that was eminently going to impact the planet and there's nothing we could do about it, would you tell the population? No, I would not. I would let them go about their lives to the very last second and they wouldn't know what happened to them. They would just die. Because if you tell people ahead of time, you're going to be dead in, in 48 hours and there's nothing we can do about it. Do you know how much raiding, looting, pillaging, rape, and, and just mayhem and pandemonium? Everybody's going to go crazy and kill each other. And then if it misses and you were wrong, now what? Look at the guy in Hawaii. There was a missile incoming. This is actual. There was a missile incoming to Hawaii, and he sounded the alarm. The missile fell into the ocean and did not hit Hawaii. He became a panic monger. They lost, he lost his job. And probably has death threats and had to change his name and hide. Because he sounded the alarm when there was a problem. However, the end game was it didn't actually hit Hawaii. And everybody went, well, there was no missile. But there was a missile. I know this. I've talked to people on the inside. There was a missile and it was going towards Hawaii. But they don't want anybody to know that. Because that would mean that somebody could fire a missile from off the coast of North Korea and it could hit Hawaii. Well, we can't have the people panicking over that. Okay, so they made that guy a scapegoat. 
when it, the missile didn't go into the into Hawaii, it went into the water. They said there was nothing. He was an idiot. He pressed the button over on an anomaly. There's something wrong with the radar. Untrue. Okay, so there's a case where he knew there was imminent danger, tried to warn people to save their lives. It didn't happen. The variables changed. And then he was an evil idiot, you know, whatever. And they fired him and, and chased him out of Hawaii. The man's probably hiding in Idaho or Canada, Quebec. Somewhere way out of the way of Americans in the television news agencies to chase him down. Do you see how the overreaction causes more problems? Look at, look at that kid who was over there last year standing in, over there by the Lincoln Memorial on the, in the mall. And those guys were yelling at him and they painted it like as if it was him antagonizing the planet. And how dare he? And they called for his death. And as it turns out, they were all wrong, and he's suing the news agencies and the individual newscasters and stars in Hollywood, and he's making hundreds of millions of dollars in concession because of what they did to him. But he had to sign a non-disclosure agreement, so he can't talk about it. But we all know he's won the cases, those you can see. You just don't get to see how much he won in the cases, and he can't talk about it. Why is that? Because the news agencies don't want you to know how much he got paid for their fuck-up. Same thing, okay? So when you pop off and you start talking smack about things when you, don't, when you haven't vetted it yet fully, or the events haven't unfolded yet, you don't know where it's going to go. Things change, man. Shit happens and things change every second. So you can't sit there and say... How, how dare Donald Trump for downplaying it after you've said how dare Donald Trump for trying to scare us all into this virus that turned out to be really, really fucking scary. And then because he downplayed that part, now you're mad at him. What? What? But if he would have said then 200 million people might be dead, then they would have been like, look, you're an idiot. It only was 190,000. You don't know what you're talking about. You see my point? Okay, so everybody's mad at him now because he downplayed that. I would have downplayed it, too. I did downplay it. I have people ask me all the time, just the other day, I'm going to be on a show tomorrow, and I had the host of the show say, is this the end of the world? And I said, yeah, just not as you see it, not as you know it. Right? Because if you tell people, well, yeah, the world's going to come to an end in five years, people will either call you a lunatic like they did with AOC or they believe you, in which case people panic. Freak the hell out, right? The reason why there's no disclosure about aliens right here in the United States, because we're about the last country on the planet that hasn't disclosed it to its population, by the way, is because Americans, their IQ is about a 12-year-old, a 13-year-old on average. And you guys freak out. Freak out. But when you get people that are that are more adult and they've and they're and they're obviously their IQ is, it reflects that because IQ only reflects your basically your age mentally. You learn things and see things differently as an adult. That makes you a genius according to the IQ uh, test. You're not a genius. You're just an adult. To what extent makes you wiser or less wise? That doesn't make you smarter than other people, but in a sense, it does. That's why they test it that way. You can look that up. Google that. I don't go to Google anymore. I go to DuckDuckGo because they claim they're going to be independent. And it's getting more popular. DuckDuckGo. Go there, guys. That's the search engine where they don't, t they don't farm your shit. They don't farm your 
uh, and pay attention to everywhere you go and sell it to people, right? I don't even use uh, uh, Google as my um, interface anymore. I don't use Chrome. I don't. I use what is this that I'm using right now that I'm operating on? It's the it's the uh, MSN MSNBC um, version of it, and I don't know what it's called. It's a blue wave that swishes. So it's Microsoft's instead of Google. So I don't use Google at all anymore. Not at all. I don't, I don't search anything on Google, uh, except for on my phone. I do because I haven't changed my phone out. But all my other devices, I don't even use that anymore because they farm out your stuff. Right? I don't log in with Facebook anywhere anymore because they farm your stuff out. They farm out your information. Okay, so duck, duck, go that stuff. Forget about Google. Duck, duck, go it. And you'll see why, how the IQ test applies. So, <clears throat> unfortunately for you guys in the world, they're slapping you in the face and calling you stupid. Because they're on the television harping on Donald Trump over something that they did themselves. Think about this. Did you hear any of them? They had the same briefing. Donald Trump doesn't get a briefing that no one else gets when it comes to that. Right? Right? He doesn't get that briefing that no one else gets in Congress. He has a Q clearance. There are some things that have to do with national security that they don't get to know about. But then they have oversight committees where they can then look at that stuff. And they have a committee that can look at that and report back to the rest of the people. So Donald Trump is not privy to some sort of coronavirus information that Nancy Pelosi and all the other Democrats and Republicans and the rest of the uh, House and the Senate are not. So if Donald Trump downplayed it then, how come they didn't know he was downplaying it then? Because they did. Because they were downplaying it as well. Okay? So they're either lying to you, and they're telling you they don't have the same privilege and knowledge that Donald Trump had, and that he downplayed that. Weird, though, that when he said we have a virus and we need to lock down, they said it's not that bad what he was talking about. But when the numbers came out that I knew about, that I just went to the CDC and found out, and it was scary numbers, you didn't hear the Democrats running around saying, why is Donald Trump not telling everyone that 200,000, 200 million people are going to die? Why is, he, why is he not doing that? Because they downplayed it as well. They didn't. They know, and now they're lying to you. And they're saying, how dare he? He did something we didn't know about. So now Nancy Pelosi and all the guys at the Democratic Party are, are saying to you, we're so fucking smart that a hairdresser duped us. And so did Donald Trump, the guy that we've been telling you is an idiot for four years. That's how smart we are. We had no fucking clue till today. Think about that. That's what they're saying by getting mad at Donald Trump for downplaying it. We had no idea. It was that bad. We didn't get that memo. I got that memo. I don't have any goddamn clearance in this federal government. I got that memo because I looked at it and read it. They were looking at the same crap. I know that because why would they not? So what were they looking at? Did their aides look at it and tell them, don't worry about it, it's not so bad? Then their aides were, uh, were downplaying it. Do you understand? They had the knowledge that Donald Trump had they didn't squeal on him when he said, hey, you know, it could just go away. We don't know. It could just, that could be a miracle or it could get worse before it gets better. We don't know. That's the truth. That is the truth. He was telling the people the truth. He's not lying. That's not a lie. If you talk to the doctors, if you talk to Anthony Fauci, who, if anybody listens to me, you know I don't like the man because he's shady. He's got, he's got, uh, you know, interests 
money that he could he could make over this thing by because he's a partner of a pharmaceutical company. So he stands to gain money for the vaccine. So I, I don't I don't see that he's objectively reporting on it, but by his numbers is what made me go to the CDC, who, by the way, the head of the CDC is Anthony Fauci's business partner. So the numbers they were putting out to the world, I looked at and did the math. It's not hard to do the math. Now, I, granted, I'm a little bit better at math than most people because physics was my major in college. But it was more theoretical physics than it was applied. Okay. So I was able to do the math and go, wow, this could be really bad if these numbers are correct. Let's, let's be adults here and wait a bit to see how this unfolds once we have more information that comes in. That is what I thought. That is what I did. That is what Donald Trump thought, and that is what Donald Trump did. That is not somebody who is trying to lie to you because he's trying to get reelected. That is somebody who's trying to downplay what's going on for your own good so that you guys didn't kill each other. Okay? And unfortunately, now they're trying to, to play you. They're saying, I'm smarter than you. You're so stupid, you don't know what I just told you. Therefore, you're going to believe what we say, and you're going to be mad now at Donald Trump because what did he know, and when did he know it? That's where they're gaslighting you. They're playing you. They're Jedi mind-tricking you. And if you think for yourself, you see that. You listen to Donald Trump, and does he lie and exaggerate? Oh, my God, yes. Is he a bully? I've never seen a bigger one. If the man could keep his mouth shut and his tweeter shut, he would be a decent president. But he can't. It's the only way he can get out to the world because nobody will have him on and play him. They, don't, they can't have him live because they can't control the narrative when he's live. So they wait and then they dissect the narrative and they put it to tape and then they, they swing it and spin it to the direction that they want it to go and show that only to you. And only the sound bites that you want. But you're not even smart enough to realize that. And they know it. That's what they play on. Is that you don't know you're being lied to. And when people like me tell you that, you just go, you're a hack. You're just a, a supporter of Donald Trump. Because that's what they've taught you to react and how they've taught you to react to people like me who are telling you the truth, not a lie. Did I vote for Donald Trump? No. No, I didn't. I didn't vote. I haven't voted in any election in the United States since I voted when I was eligible the very first time. I voted for Ronald Reagan in his second term and I haven't voted for anyone uh, outside local things that are going on around my district and town and state not voted for a president or anything nationally since then will I vote this election yes yes I will I'll be coming out of the darkness for the first time one of the silent majority and I will be voting for the first time in I'm 53 so the first time in 40 years right not quite 40 years, but 35. Yeah. Okay, so there's, there's that. How many other people are doing the same thing? Many, I think. It's needed. Everybody needs to vote. Everyone, didn't, hardly anyone voted anyways. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Only one-third of the population of the United States actually voted. One-third. Right? It's 360 million people and one-third vote. So I just wanted to point this out. I know that some of you might have gotten mad at me since, you know, since me saying that a lot of you probably already left. Attention spans not very long, right? 
I'm only going to be here for a couple more minutes anyway. I decided I was only going to do a few minutes, and I decided I'll go ahead and do an hour. Make it a full show. So you guys aren't really saying anything, um, you know, uh, asking questions. You're just kind of agreeing with me in the chat. If you guys have any questions, ask them. I'll, I'll address them. If you don't, I mean, you guys are probably just people that agree with me. You're probably here because, and you've stayed this long because when you're listening to me talk, you're like, yeah, baby, yeah, you're preaching to the choir. So for those people who got here and heard me and immediately got turned off because they were just assumed that I was a mouthpiece, uh, because that's what they're taught to believe. Anybody who says anything that's different than what we're telling you is a lie. Okay, that's why if you look at my um, if you look at, at my personal page, the background wallpaper is a news guy that says it's six o'clock. Up next, what we want you to think. That's the truth of what's going on. That's not a conspiracy theory. And if you were the adult in the room and took a step back and looked at things from the perspective of an adult, not the perspective of someone who's being brainwashed and, and, and never assume. Never assume that anything anyone is saying to you on any news agency is anything other than a lie. If you go through life thinking that, you'll be better off. I'm Irish. We think everybody's saying bullshit. Whatever comes out of people's mouth, what, what angle do they have? Because what you guys don't know out there is that we were the first slaves. We were, or I should say, we were the last slaves before the African Americans got here. The English will tell you that. <laughs> they all know it. Right? But they don't teach that in American history. But we were the slaves. You could look that up. The fact that, that people don't know it is because they're ignorant. They don't know it because they've never looked it up. They only worry about their own race. We're Irish. We pay attention to everybody's race. That's why we freed countries. That's why we free countries. How many countries have your, has your race freed? The Irish people have freed Australia, Scotland, Ireland, America, Canada, look it up. And other, other places as well. Because we were the military that they made fight for them. <coughs> there was a line in Braveheart, which is a true story. King Longshanks going to fight against the Scots. He says, send the Irish, they're free. Send the Irish, they're free. And what he didn't know is that the Irish had already been met by an emissary who was who was the um, the crazy guy. He was an O'Neill. Uh, his he had the ancient O'Neill kilt, a yellow kilt. Was the ancient O'Neill kilt, and he said it was his island. Well, he wasn't telling a lie. The the O'Neills were the last kings of Ireland that were free. They were had, and then there were no more kings. The only king there was was the king in Eng of England until the until the, then the Queen of England until the Irish fought themselves free. But he was the last Irish king of of England. He was, in fact, Welsh. And he said, it's my island, the whole island. And they were like, oh, okay, crazy, insane Irish. But I knew anybody who was O'Neill knew that or knew what his, his clan tartan was, knew that he was an O'Neill. So he went out to the people <coughs> and met with the Irish. And so when they were on the battlefield and the king said, send the Irish, they're free, the Irish ran out there and met them and they all laughed and shook hands and the Irish turned around, joined ranks and attacked the British with them. And they ended up winning their freedom at the Battle of Bannockburn, but that was after William Wallace had been gutted and gerouted and his body parts were cut up and taken all over the, to the four corners of the kingdom, put on display. But you don't know about that because you don't know about history. See, they erase the history from you. That's what Antifa's trying to work on now. Okay? Look up Nazi Germany and look up the brown shirts in Nazi Germany 
and you're going to see there is a, a formula for taking over a country and turning it into a new country. It's a, it's a formula that's been tested and tried and true on this planet forever, and it's being used right now in the United States. Okay? When the United States was first here and they were colonies, that formula was used in the colonies to gain the freedom and independence and overthrow the British government and form a new nation here in the United States. That formula was used in, in the Second World War by Nazi Germany, by Adolf Hitler, to seize power and turn the country into a, into a Nazi regime. That same formula was used in France to overthrow their government and, and become free. That same formula was used in Russia to overthrow their czarist government and become free. Okay? That same formula was used in Scotland to overthrow their government and become free. Same formula was used in Australia to overthrow that government so those people could become free. Same formula was used in China. Same formula was used all over the world throughout time. It's not a, not a joke, it's not a lie. So those of us who understand that, we see the signs of that. Okay, and Antifa is a military organization. And they're trying to say they're anti-fascist, but everything they do is fascist. They say that they're against a thing, and everything they do is that thing. They're attacking you brutally. They're, they're uh, beating you. They're suppressing you. They d d if you don't agree with them, they attack you. So they take away your freedom of thought. You have to say what we tell you to say when we tell you to say it, or we beat you. We burn down your places. <coughs> you go in and attack only the places uh, that you're told to, and that's what they're doing. Why are they not attacking big boxes if they're trying to, to get the, the uh, uh, notice, put the people on notice who are in charge? Why are they getting money from those people that are in charge and not attacking those people that are in charge? Look that up. I did. I even played it, a guy that looked it up on my show. You can go back in my archives and see that. Under, listed under Orion Rising News. Okay? So if they're, in truth, trying to fight fascism and they say the American government is fascist and that all of the money that owns the American government is fascist, why are they taking all that money from those people and not attacking those people? They're only attacking middle-class Americans' businesses and looting and pillaging, and then they're just beating random people in the streets. Why is that? Because that's not their agenda. Their agenda isn't actually to stop the corruption in this country the agenda is the corruption of this country is trying to take it over and they're paying Antifa to do that they're financing Black Lives Matter and Antifa look who their money is that comes from them and look up what their agenda is in this whole fight and look where their money goes to follow the money guys follow the money that's telling you who's in charge and why Read the Communist Manifesto. How to, how to overthrow the United States of America. They're doing it right now. So they're not trying to keep the nation intact the way it is and have people sit down and talk about things, though Black Lives Matter is. Okay, and they should. And they should protest peacefully. Okay. And then when you have this crap that goes on, like what happened here in the Capitol today, I'm in California. The president was here at the McClellan military base, which is a few miles down the road from my house. Not very far, like five miles away. 
he was there and there were protests outside, of course, and that's okay. That's their right, and it should be. People should be protesting peacefully. But then you have vehicles who were anti-protesters, and they think they're doing a good deed by driving through the crowd and hitting people with their vehicles. That's unacceptable. That is unacceptable, and I, and, and, and I hope they, the guy that was in the station wagon, if you're out there, you're not hearing me because you're not on here watching this, but you're going to jail. Why? Your, your license plate's on camera, bro. You're going to jail. He didn't run people over, but he did turn into them, and he clipped them. Bang, bang, hit him with his car. Today, I watched it on the news just before I came on air. One of the reasons I came on air was because of all this that's going on out there. The protests, there was protesters on both sides. You had Black Lives Matter over here, and you had people that were pro-Trump over there, and there was no fighting, no shooting, no baseball bats in the middle of the street, or golf clubs, or uh, pepper spray, or Molotov cocktails. They were just over there. It did get a little heated, so the police went in and said, okay, ho, 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 slow down. And they, everybody slowed down. Then, you know, you have people who were, there was one guy, and I got it, he was very brave. He was wearing, I guess he was wearing a shirt that was, a pro-Trump shirt. I wasn't really sure because they didn't get a good look, but it was a black and white shirt, and it looked like it had the American flag on it in black and white. He was walking through and by the people of Black Lives Matter, and some of the Black Lives Matter people wanted to go and fight him and beat him. And smartly, I want to give you guys credit. Black Lives Matter people ran over and grabbed them and yelled at those people and pulled them away and said, let him walk. Let him pass. Let him walk. And then other people, of course, were yelling at him, obscenities and things like that. And that's perfectly within your rights. But they didn't beat that guy. And I don't know if he was doing it because he wanted to get beaten on camera or if he was just stupid or if he was just brave or he was just like, look, I'm, I'm not afraid of you and I'm going to walk through here. Either way, it was his right to do that. And it was their right to protest. And at least I want to give kudos where kudos do. Those people in Black Lives Matter pulled them back. They weren't Antifa. If Antifa would have been there today, there would have been bloodshed. So make, make no mistake, it's not Black Lives Matter that's doing all this, although they're allowing it. You guys are allowing it because you, you're thinking that you have to do these things to get attention. You don't. You don't. You should know that by now. The marches get covered. It forces people to talk. Martin Luther King told you that. We don't, don't listen to Malcolm X. Don't listen to Farrakhan. Those people were probably paid by the CIA to do that. Getting in fights and burning things down doesn't make you look intelligent. Doesn't make you look serious. It doesn't make you look like your cause is a bunch of adults trying to solve problems. It makes you look like a bunch of animals that are raping and pillaging. It makes you look like you're just a bunch of gangbangers out of control. That's what it looks like to society, to the world, people. We're bringing it to your neighborhood. That's okay. Just no violence. You can scream outside my house all day. I won't care. I mean, I will because it'll be, you know, people screaming at me. But I'm not going to deny you that right. Things need to be fixed here and around the world. Things need to be fixed. We are looked at as slaves, all of us. The rich elite that are in charge see you, me, and everyone else as less than cattle or at least as cattle. We are their slaves. We are theirs to do what they want. It doesn't matter what color you are. That's why you guys need to stop that whole thought process. Before the African-Americans were the slaves, the Irish were the slaves. Of the English, the Italians, the Germans, 
We were their slaves. We fought. We stopped that. We didn't do it by sheer violence. We did it by putting ourselves in positions where we could do that. We took jobs that gave us power. We took police department jobs, fire department jobs, ambulance jobs, and garbage men jobs, and uh, landscapers jobs. And then we decided to form unions, and we decided to protest. So when they said to our factory workers, well, we're going to lay off a bunch of you because we're not making a lot of money, we said, well, that's not fair, and we don't think we should do that. How about we lay off some of the management instead? who make 10 times more money than we make. And then we can increase production and make you guys a profit. They would call the police on the protesters. Well, we were the police. So we'd show up and just stand there. Hmm. Kind of like what's happening now with the Democratic Party pulling the police back and allowing the protests to go on. However, the agenda is different. The agenda isn't to make America better the agenda is to make America go away. Their, their agenda is, in, I mean, they're openly talking about it. Bernie Sanders is campaigning for Joe Biden. He's openly socialistic. So is Kamala Harris. So is everybody else. They openly said, I'm a socialist. If you think that socialism is a good thing, look at socialism and the history of socialism on this planet 100%. The only time socialism ever worked on this planet was 5,000 years ago when the Greeks had, were doing it. And that's because the people that were in charge were not evil in trying to take all of the money. All of the money equally was distributed to every single person. So there was nobody that was rich and elite. You all had the same amount of money. Do you think that's what they're going to do with their socialist idea here, their socialist agenda? You think the rich people on this planet are going to give up all their money and make sure that we all have the same amount in the same bank account? Do you really believe that? Because if you do, you are Jedi mind tricked and you're fooling yourself. Well, we're going to tax the rich. The rich pay to put these politicians in office. Why on God's green earth would I, if I had $250 billion in the bank, pay Bernie Sanders to take half of my money? Because um, I'm a good person. Or I'm really stupid. Think about that, people. Think. Think for yourselves. Realize what's going on. That's not a reality, and it's not going to happen. The people that are putting him in charge know that. He's telling you what you need to hear, what they think you need to hear to get into power. They're not going to take tax the rich 50 to 75% of everything they make. The rich will have them killed over that. They've killed for less. They've murdered presidents for less. Look it up before they keep it from you forever. Okay, they've already changed the narrative so that you can't look things up. Go to Google or any search engine and try to get a graph of where we are in that arc that they keep talking about with coronavirus when in march we started going up and up and up and up and you'll find that there is not a graph out there that exists patch of march 24th because that was the day that the graph took a straight downward trend and it hasn't stopped since that's why they started listing everything as covid 19 everything you go into the hospital and you have any oh shortness of breath 
which could be um, panic attack, asthma, COPD. You could have pneumonia. You could have a cold. You could have you could have nothing wrong with you. You just kind of your body's tripping today. Uh, you're not breathing right because of the smoke that's in the air. COVID. COVID case. You're listed as that now. Automatically. That's not a lie. Ask them. Look it up. I went to the I went to the clinic, hospital over here in town, to go to the pharmacy to pick up uh, so a prescription. I couldn't have that one mailed because it's a controlled substance, so I have to show up and show ID for it. So they're testing everybody at the door. You come in, and they screen you. They check your temperature. They ask you questions, and then they ask you what you're doing there, why you're there, and then they let you go about your business wherever you're going once you go and pass all the screening. And they're asking everybody the same questions and coming in, and they're scanning them. And I, and I said to the people on the way out, I said, have you ever had anybody test negative? I mean, test positive? They had a fever, and they did have uh, a COVID? And they just kind of looked at me like, what? Uh, well, uh, no. And the security guard there, who was an adult in the room, he understood why I was asking that question. And he said, well, when that happens, the, they call a doctor, and the doctor comes from over there, and they take them back over there, and they do other tests to see if that's what's going on with them so that they can rule that out. And I said, oh, okay. But they said to me that it has never happened. What are the odds that all the people going into the hospital, now it wasn't the emergency room, mind you, but all the people that are going into this hospital and these nurses that work there day in and day out, what are the odds that no one ever showed up with COVID-19 there, not even asymptomatic? Well, according to what they're telling you on the news, you should have a lot of people showing up there like that. And they're like, no, no, it's not. I talked to people who were in the hospital. Dude, I got listed as COVID-19. I was in there because I had completely something different going on. It wasn't COVID-19. And I said to the doctors, why am I in this wing? I don't have that. I was over there. Well, that's odd. I've been tested and it's negative. Let's test you and make sure they tested it was negative. They're like, I don't know why you're here either. They were trying to give it to him, but he was cognitive enough to say this isn't where I was when I got here. I don't have this. They were trying to list him as COVID uh, patient. And he didn't have it. They were moving him in with COVID patients. And he bitched about it. And finally they went, yeah, yeah, wait, he's wrong. Get him out of here. He's not supposed to be here. But they fought him on it. And they were listing him as, as COVID. That's what they're doing with everyone, guys. Because the numbers are way less than they're telling you. But they want you to believe that they're still big. And now over here in California, they're ramping up. And they're probably doing it in your neighborhood for a twindemic. They're going to start testing people for for uh, influenza A and influenza B along with coronavirus and whether your lungs are tightening up or not. That's what they're planning here in California. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Because you can't find the numbers of how many people get the flu on average in the United States. They stop those. Google won't let you see them. You can go to the CDC and still figure it out, but they've also downplayed the numbers. And I have the proof of that because if you go back in my archives, you see that I went to the CDC and showed you the page that had the numbers on there and how many people in the United States get and die from the regular flu bugs every season compared to coronavirus. Okay. And the coronavirus, more than half of the numbers that are there are lies. We know that because of the whistleblowers that I have on my show that came forth that went and filmed it. And had here, here's my patient on my phone, and there's their chart, and here's where it says they have COVID-19 or coronavirus, and here's where they were tested negative, tested negative, tested negative, but yet they're still listed as that. 
And then she did the same thing in the hospital and, and had other nurses come in and went, why is this? What the? And so they were padding the numbers and putting people that had COVID with people who didn't so that they hoped that they got it. And then they immediately listed them as COVID patients. And the doctors were like, yeah, this hospital, everybody that's in here is a COVID patient. Same doctor said 90% of all the patients in here aren't making it out of here alive. That's all on film, people. And all the claims that I said where they get paid $22,000 for intubation and $53,000 for, uh, for listing as COVID virus. News agency in California, ABC 10, Fox 10, Fox 10, went and asked the federal government if that's the case. And the federal government was like, well, yeah, yeah, we get $53,000 for every person listed as coronavirus. Because that way we're, we're reimbursing you for the care of taking care of that person. Reimbursing you for the care of taking care of that person. But they're listing everyone as coronavirus. Why? They're getting paid money. So the numbers that they're telling you about the amount of people that are infected or have been infected in the California are at least 50% askew. At least 50% askew and probably 75% askew. The deaths are the same. They're listing everyone who dies as a, a probable coronavirus death. Not, they haven't listed any single person of this person died because of coronavirus. Definitively. Coronavirus killed this person. Not one. It's when you get it, you die from the complications of the other shit that you already have. Well, that was exacerbated by coronavirus. Therefore, that's a coronavirus case. So no one dies from coronavirus, guys. They die from, so why do you need to get inoculated from it? You die from whatever else you have that is an autoimmune disease that your body can't fight because it's fighting off the coronavirus, and you, over, you get overwhelmed just like AIDS kills you. You get overwhelmed and die. Okay, so it, they're selling you that, well, if they didn't get the coronavirus, that wouldn't have happened to them. Well, if they got a common cold, the same thing could happen. Anybody who has those illnesses knows this. I have COPD, I have asthma, okay? So I know this. I've already been told this by the doctors. When it's flu season, you need to self-quarantine. If you don't and you catch the flu, the normal flu, it could go into pneumonia and kill you. And like my sister who's worse, she's supposed to be on oxygen. She's had that happen to her where she was intubated and almost died because she got a, 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 like influenza A or B. So it's no different. The only difference is that, that more people are asymptomatic, not everyone. They're trying to claim that everyone's asymptomatic now, but that's a lie. But many more people are asymptomatic. That's what makes it more dangerous. The death rate from COVID is zero. Zero. No one's died from COVID-19. Everyone has died from another immune disease they had. They had cancer, put them out. They had, you know, asthma. They had COPD. Uh, they have both. They had, you know, whatever, lupus. Other, They die from the complication because the body was already fighting off this other disease. No one's died from it that hasn't had that happen. Okay? That's not a lie. They're going to say that I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist right after this thing's live. They're going to say that this whole thing was a conspiracy theory, that I'm making this up. I'm not. You can look this up. I'm not making anything up. Not a single thing that I'm telling you is something that I have invented. It's everything that has been proven by these so-called scientists who are telling the narrative. Their numbers, their information from the CDC. I'm not telling you anything that's not from the CDC. Not a single thing, except for 
the whistleblowers who have video proof and proof where they've looked at the charts and showed you the charts and filmed it and then spoke to doctors and filmed it. So I'm not making anything up and neither are they. They were there on the ground, boots on the ground in the hospital working there and said, why are we doing it this way? Because they told you so. Because it came from above. How far above? Way above. Okay. And then I talk to people around the world who say, I'm getting the same thing from uh, hospital workers over here in England, over here in South Africa, over here in Australia, over here in France, over here in Germany. They're all saying this, the same thing. From up on high, they're told to pad the numbers, make sure everybody gets infected, whether they are or not. That's not a lie. I'm not making that up. That's not a conspiracy theory. This is real people in real hospitals around the world telling other people. And then I'm seeing the videos, and I show you the videos when I see them. And as soon as I do that, they say it's a conspiracy theory, and I'm making it up. 27 doctors stormed uh, in the front of the, the uh, um, Supreme Court, and we're talking, did a press conference about coronavirus and hydroxychloroquine. And everybody called them crazy, insane conspiracy theorists. These were all doctors that are practicing and own their own practice. And if they were crazy, they would not own their own practice now. They would be, they would be uh, removed, but they're not. So you got to wonder. I'm just saying, guys, you need to pay attention to what's going on. The same people who said Donald Trump was insane for not taking the troops out of the countries like Barack Obama was, when Donald Trump said, we need to get all these troops out of these countries, they said he was insane, and how dare he leave these countries unprotected. The same people who two months earlier said that he was insane for keeping them there, and how dare he keep our troops there, turned on him and said, how dare he remove our troops and leave those people undefended. They're all going to die. And he pulled the troops out anyway, and guess what happened on that border? Nothing. Nothing. Did the Russians move in? Yes. But did people die because of it? No. Did a war ensue and the Russians kill everybody? No. But they didn't tell you about that. They got quiet because there was nothing there there. Right? So they, this is what they do. The same people who said Donald Trump was, was a quid pro quo strong arming these people over in Europe didn't impeach him over that because if they did, they would have to allow the people to look into the Joe Biden's admitted on camera quid pro quo of the same people. Admitted, shown on television. I have it on my hard drive because they've taken it down off the air now as a conspiracy theory. Wait a minute. It was his words with him speaking like I'm speaking, and he had a microphone so you could see his face. You could read his lips. It wasn't doctored. I used to do that for a living, by the way. We'll be talking about that on the show tomorrow night. I used to do that for a living. I used to, I used to proof videos and photos for a living. That's, and in fact, then I did it. I mean, look, I created Ancient Aliens Worldwide, the, the group, right? 275 million or 275,000 people in that group, right? I created that group, and that's what we did there. We still do that there, okay? In the beginning, it was a small group of us that were, that's all we did. We were a little think tank that we would get all the information that people would send us and we would go through and vet it. 
And most of it, we're like, yep, yep, debunk, 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 debunk. That's what we did. We don't go through there hoping. People say that about us all the time. You want it to be so. No. No, I'm a scientist. As a scientist, you try to disprove everything. 100%. Disprove it. Always. That is your job as a scientist. If you can't disprove something, that proves something. So then it becomes something that, wow, okay, that's compelling. We can't disprove it. That's odd. Let's look into it further. That's how you, how you vet something. Okay, we're not some crackpots that, oh, man, I want it so bad that whatever anybody sends me, I'm going to say. In fact, I disproved a, a, a video about five years ago that now I believe was a real video. It was more than that. It was about eight years ago. And it was a video where you saw, you saw like, the, the standard um, saucer uh, UFO and two military aircraft, and they were flying, like, very close, like as if they were flying three jets. And you have the one in the point and the two right behind it. That's the way they were flying, and somebody filmed them as they flew over. And I'm like, that, somebody just added that spaceship over the top of a... I didn't look at it. I didn't even look into it and watch the video and, and do what I would normally do. I just assumed, oh, come on. There would never be... They wouldn't be able to fly that close to that alien spacecraft without the alien trying to get away. Assuming that you were trying to tell me that that's an alien inside there flying that. I debunked that and said, nah, dismissed. And now I realize that was a real video. There wasn't an alien in there. There was a U.S. military aircraft pilot flying that. Because that was our technology. That I know for a fact now, but 12 years ago I didn't know that didn't have the insider information that I have. I, I thought it, but now I know that that was real, right? So I debunked that all the way back then without even looking into it. I'm usually the one that looks into stuff. There was one that they showed that were over Brazil, I think, somewhere over Brazil, and these spacecraft were there, and they, were, they looked really militant, man. They, were, they looked aggressive. They moved aggressive. And I was looking at the, the photo or the video, and I realized, wait a minute, wait a minute, something's wrong here because I vet things. So I stopped the video. And I started looking at things, zooming in and looking at things. And I realized that most of the palm trees in there were faked. They were all the same picture of the same palm tree. Boop, 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 boop. Palm trees, like everything else, are completely random. You're never going to have the same leaves exactly in the same places. Okay? So then I started watching it frame by frame and realized there was a couple of spots where they forgot to paint in between the palm leaves... You could see blue sky, and the alien spaceship was there behind it, so you shouldn't be able to see blue sky. You should be seeing the alien spaceship, and they forgot to paint that. And I went, that spaceship's not real. The palm trees were overlaid on the sky that was there, and so was the spaceship overlaid into this sky scene and flew through this area and didn't change the shadowing or the, the visual between the blades were still past the, the spaceship. So I'm like, wow, this whole thing was, was debunked. This person was just filming, and there was probably nothing there, and they added everything in afterwards. That's the stuff that I look for. I look for that kind of stuff in, why did I go through all of that, boys and girls? Because I look for that kind of stuff in what they say on television. I apply the same exact standards in, on the stuff that they say on television to the same thing. Well, what's, I, I try to disprove what they're saying. And if you can, then you have to, and that's why I'm saying, look, look what they're saying about Donald Trump. 
these same people said he was a panic monger for saying we had the scary disease. But then when it got really scary, he downplayed it. And now they're saying, how dare he downplay this thing? Why would he do that? When they know the answer to that, if they're adults. Because he would have caused a lot of panic. And then the numbers had gone from 200 million dead to only down to 190,000 now. And that's a lie. 75% of that, probably more than that, is just trumped up numbers. Oh, wait, where's that word? They don't say that anymore. No one says trumped up anymore because they are saying Donald Trump's name. So they don't say that. So you got to ask yourself, why would they be doing that? Then you have these guys that are going for Biden who say, you know, Donald Trump has completely done nothing for this coronavirus and he's failed on the coronavirus. Failed on the, he failed on the coronavirus. Okay, they're accounting uh, on the fact that you have no idea that that he made it possible for pharmaceutical companies to create a vaccine in less than a year when it usually takes five to seven years to have that done. And it's being done, and we're probably going to have a vaccine by the end of October, if not sooner. No one in the history of our planet has ever developed a vaccine that fast. Donald Trump made it possible for them to do that. Donald Trump also gave money to the people to stimulate the economy. Donald Trump also created jobs, which they keep saying, Donald Trump hasn't created any jobs. I'm like, wait a minute. He, f- he freaking created like 12 million jobs in a month. What are you talking about? Counting on the fact that you don't know those stats. Well, that was before the coronavirus, right? And since the coronavirus hit, everything crashed, and we went up to like 10%, 11% unemployment. That's now down to 7%. And the longer we put people back to work, the more that's going to go down. Everybody's going to be back to where they were. That's why the Democrats aren't allowing their states to open. Because if they did, the economy would be boomed and they wouldn't have anything to say about it. They can't hold it as long as they can because they know. October, November, the virus is going to hit again. They can hold everybody down until then. They can lock down the rest of it again. Joe Biden first said, yes, I would lock down. Then when that was not an option and everybody was like, oh, my God, we don't want to be locked down, he came back and said, I didn't say that. What I meant was I would do a little, I would listen to the science. That's not what he said. Okay, Donald Trump allowed fracking in the United States, though I don't agree with fracking. I don't agree with that because you're pouring water into the ground that forces the oil to come out, and then you're siphoning the oil out. The Russians did it, and there's films of them everywhere where the road just kind of breaks open and geysers shoot up out of the, because they're fracking so much that there's water underneath the cities, and they pop up in the, in the places that would be a sinkhole, and the sinkhole becomes a gushing geyser that's going to start happening around the nation of the United States in about 10 years because of fracking. So I don't agree with it, but it has made the American uh, people, the American government, self-sufficient and the highest uh, exporter of fossil fuels. So we make more money now than Saudi does. They don't want you knowing that. You can't. But under Barack Obama, that was you couldn't drill any oil anywhere in America. You couldn't frack. All the companies had to close because of the Paris Climate Accord. So now you have Joe Biden that says, I'm going to create more jobs, but we're going to get back into the Paris Climate Accord. Well, that says that only America has to have their emissions down to zero today and that no one else on the planet has to do that at all. In fact, the Chinese get 100 years of as much stuff in the air that they want to because America had 100 years on them as a developed nation. 
So because America was a developed nation before, 100 years before China started developing, that they are deserve their same due time. So no one else on the planet is, is abiding by those emissions, but everyone else on the planet is doing whatever they want. But we have to. So that means that every job, the 70,000 uh, jobs that Barack Obama closed in America have to be closed again if Joe Biden put, goes, gets us back into the Paris Accord. 70,000 factories. That's like, like 3.5 million jobs. But he says, we'll give you new jobs for the new world. Well, what's that? They're already trying to take away the driving by putting robots in charge. Right? They're trying to get rid of all the kids having jobs as cashiers by putting in, uh, uh, go your own, you know, cash your own stuff out or kiosks in the restaurants. What jobs is he talking about? He doesn't tell you what jobs he's going to create. He just says he's going to create jobs under the new economy, under the clean economy, to make sure that we have the clean stuff. Well, what is that? They don't tell you. Why? Right? On the other side of things, you don't have Donald Trump telling you anything either. You have to re pay attention to this. He's going to say business as usual the way it was before the coronavirus and we'll all be rich again. Okay, so what then, bro? What then? If we get the vaccine and everybody, we have the coronavirus is gone, we get everybody booming, and now we're into December. What are we going to do for the next four years? What is, what's your plan going forward? How are you going to create new jobs? How are you, what are you going to do? Where's the new creation? Where's the new? He doesn't have that. He just has, we're going to go back and make it good again because that's the way we made it the first time. But then in the next four years, what are you going to do? we got stuff coming. He's not telling us. Why? He may have stuff coming, but he, I guess maybe they don't want to bring it up now because if they bring it up too soon, the Democrats are going to jump all over it and say it's all bullshit and fake and conspiracy theory. I don't know, but either way, they're not really telling us much as what's going to go on, except for I do know that under Joe Biden, you will be a communist country before the end of February of next year. And all your rights are going to be gone from that point on. You're going to be locked down permanently. And that's not, a, that's not a lie. That's not me just saying that because I'm trying to get Donald Trump reelected because he's not much better. At least he doesn't want everybody locked down. He's still, he still wants you to have your freedoms and your jobs. But he's not much better. Is he making the rich richer? Absolutely. Come on, man. You can't make you and I make money without making the rich get richer. They own everything. So how would we get richer if they don't? You can't. If you raise the minimum wage to make everybody have a lot more money, they raise the prices of everything to augment it. Have you taken any kind of courses that teaches you economics, global economics? If you haven't, please take some. Because that's what they do. The second the price goes up on the, on the wage per hour to, from, say, 10 to 12, they raise the, the food price from $7.99 to $8.99 or or worse, if you go to a restaurant, it goes from twelve ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine for a plate. That's that's what happens, guys. That's what they do. That's what we know. Uh, well, you better buy gold right now because gold prices are going up. No, they're not. The dollar value is going down. Do you understand how that works? Gold is is worth more money because the dollar is worth less. Because they're printing more money, and it's fake. So the more money that they print to give to you and I as a stimulus, the less that money is actually worth on the global scale. So therefore, gold is at 3000 or whatever it is per ounce because the American dollar is only worth 25 cents compared to what it was worth 10 years ago.
Do you understand how that works? You don't. Most people don't. Okay? So if they keep printing money, it becomes devalued. They did that in Nazi Germany and, and in Germany. And by the time the war was over, a guy had to take a wheelbarrow full of cash to buy a pair of shoes. Because their money was so devalued, it was worth less. Worthless. Worth less. So the American dollar is worth less. When things are cheap, the American dollar is worth more. Back in the 70s, the American dollar was worth a lot more than it is now. A gallon of gasoline was 25 cents. Not because the price of gasoline was so low, it's because the American dollar was so high. That's why right now, well, right now, the, the amount of gasoline is, you know, it's, what is it? It's under $2 a gallon, unless you're in California. And then it's just under $3 a gallon. Because California has more than a dollar gas tax per gallon. So you don't know here in California, you don't realize that the price of gas is cheap. The price of gas is cheap because we're getting it from ourselves now. So our government's not charging us as much as OPEC would on purpose. Because it looks good at our pump, right? It does. It feels better when, you're, when you're, your money is worth less, but you're not paying as much for gasoline, so it goes farther. And that's good. Right? Lisa has something to say here. Let me see what Lisa has to say here. I'll read it. Lisa says, uh, we must understand that destroying nature impacts. Yes. Yes, I will continue to read this because this is good. Sorry, my asthma is. I don't know if you can hear me wheezing. My asthma is bad because there's so much fires here in California that you got smoke and everything. We must understand that destroying nature impacts our air quality. Also, nature remedies were, uh, were destroyed. Right, they did this purposely. When we realize that the that everything is all connected, only then we can evolve as a species. Very, very wise of you to say what you're saying. <coughs> Listen to this person speak, not me, but what I'm saying, what I'm reading to you in the chat. And I'm reading this because the people on the MP3 uh, podcast won't be able to read the chat. Those of you who are here on now live, you can read the chat. <coughs> Pardon me. Okay, realize that everything is all connected. Only then we can evolve as a species. People are are like sheeps being led to slaughter. They are afraid to think. Yes, afraid to think for themselves. We we all who see the truth are conspiracy theorists. That's what they call us. Right? You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for trying to awake the masses. That was. Uh, thank you. Lisa for saying that. Rob, what's up, brother? I haven't talked to you for a bit, right? Oh, you got an echo? That means my other mic's picking me up. I'm glad you said that, dude. Hold on. I didn't realize that was on. The microphone in my camera's been on. That's the echo. I apologize. It should be better now because I just muted that microphone. I didn't realize it was on, bro. Thank you for saying that. I, I apologize. You guys should have told me that earlier. Dude, you got an echo, bro. I would have got it. Thanks, Rob, for, for saying that. I wish you'd have been here in the beginning like an hour ago when I started, an hour and a half ago. So, yeah, great to, great to see you. I haven't talked to you, right? Thank you for the birthday. Happy birthday. That was the other day, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what's going on, guys. And she said it perfectly, right? There, there's the relic sheep being led to slaughter. And, Rob, let me know if that didn't solve the problem with the microphone. It should have because now I only have uh, two boards for this one microphone. But as soon as you said that, I looked on the board up here, and I had another microphone working. It was the one right there. <laughs> the <camera. laughs> 
So, guys, that's the deal of what's going on, right? So I'm not, I'm not trying to promote anything here, but what I'm trying to tell you is I'm trying to show you the reality of the plan that's going on. Now, Donald Trump is a nationalist. And, you know, on a global scale of things, that's not a good idea. But here's the problem. You can't have a global ideology when we're the only ones that are not benefiting from it. We're the only ones that are doing anything environmentally. Well, somebody has to start it. No, no, no. What you don't understand is 100 years, according to the Paris Accord, the Chinese get 100 years from today before they have to change their emissions. Do you understand that? So it doesn't matter if we change our emissions right now. They're pumping out more enough for both of us. They're not going to change. They're the highest... The, the largest country on the planet that puts the most garbage in our oceans. And according to the Paris Accord, they don't have to change that for 100 years. And in 50 years, we will have more garbage in the ocean than we have animals in the ocean. What are they going to do in the next 50 years before they even have to, according to that Paris Accord? You guys listen to the news and they say Paris Accord, Paris Accord. It's the greatest thing on the face of the earth. You have no fucking idea what that even is. Not one iota, because if you did, you'd go, what the hell are we doing agreeing to this? Who freaking said that's a great idea? Barack Obama did when he signed it. And the rest of the people that are that are globalists that want to annihilate the freedom and independence of any one nation and have everybody under the banner of the United Nations, which is run, created by, and run by the rich elites on this planet. Look it up. It's not a conspiracy theory. They'll have me listed as that right after this is live. Well, as soon as this thing goes off air, you are not going to be able to see this anymore because they're going to have fact checkers and they're going to be like the fact checkers that are owned and operated by the Democrats. I'm not a Republican, guys. I'm just telling you that right now the party that is in charge of the Democratic Party are not moderate Democrats in any way. They are not even near that. They are the worst farthest over to the edge you could get. Their plan is to annihilate the United States, clamp down control over it, put themselves in charge for lifetime. I've shown you that. Look up the book from the CIA Insider. CIA agency insider who was in the CIA who had privy to this knowledge stole the knowledge and made a book and tells everybody about it called On a Pale Horse. Look it up in there. He tells you about the new constitution of the United States of America. Thank you, Rob. I looked over at the chat and Rob said, much better. Yeah, that mic was on. I didn't realize I left it on. Crap. So... The first thing they do in there, one of the first things they do is say that everybody, no one can have guns except for the law enforcement and secret service and military. You all have to turn in your guns. Oh, Hercules, 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 for all those of you who don't want guns. Do you know that there's something called a smart gun? You can look this up. You can even Google this. But I would go to DuckDuckGo so they don't, they don't fucking try to sell you something you don't want to have or sell your information to anybody and do the search through them. But you can look this up. Look up smart guns. Right. I've had people say to me, is that a, is that a thing? Is that real? Well, yeah, it is. But you don't hear about it. Why? Because they don't want gun control. They don't want safety. They want all of your guns. Because if they didn't, 
the agenda would be smart guns, man. Smart guns don't allow anyone to fire the weapon except for the owner of the weapon because it's tailored to your either fingerprint, DNA, or you have to have this you know, uh, thing in your hand or on your finger to do it. And as long as that's not stolen along with the gun, it can't be fired. So they're changing. They're trying to evolve it. And they're really trying to get it into like sci-fi stuff to where it's going to be tailored to your DNA. So you imprint your DNA on the gun, and that's the only person who can fire that. Okay, you would be hearing people lobbying for hundreds of billions of dollars to be put into that technology if they were talking about gun safety. Because then you get all the guns off the streets that no longer do that as quickly as you can, and you replace them with, and you only sell from today on, you can only buy a smart gun. You can't buy a weapon that can be fired by anyone besides yourself. Mandated by law. From here going forward to the rest of time, no one can buy a firearm that can be fired by everyone. And everybody's going to fight against it, of course, because they're going to say, well, that's our, our freedoms are being taken away. But it's safe. And if people believe in gun safety, you'll buy into it. I don't like the federal government telling me what I can and can't do. But that's a concession I might be willing to to deal with. You know, is there a, a, a fear there that the government could program into the programming that they could turn that off whenever they want? And therefore, all of your guns could be confiscated. And you can't do anything about it. We can still manufacture weapons, people. They're trying to make that illegal, too. Okay? So there's always things, ways around that. But if you put that into that, there's oversight, and no one can do that, and you make sure of that, then you're safer. But you don't, want, you don't hear them talking about that. They want guns completely gone. Why would the government want the guns completely gone? Because they want to control you. Right now, they can't control you by force because we have guns. That's the only agenda, the only reason, the first thing you do to take over a population is try to disarm them. Then you have the advantage over them and you can do whatever you wish to them and they only have pitchforks, hammers, and whatever, saws, spears. Do you see? As long as Americans get the freedom to own guns, they're going to tell you they're evil and bad and killing everyone. Weird thing. Weird thing. When Barack Obama was the president, just something I noted, when Barack Obama was the president, there was a mass shooting just about every week in the United States of America. And in the four years that Donald Trump's been president, I can only think of two. Now, if there were more, the news agencies would be all over it, wouldn't they? Because their agenda is still gun control, isn't it? That's weird, man. Why do you think that is? What do you think happened there? How do you think that's possible? And here's the thing. Why do you think Antifa's not shooting people? Isn't that bizarre? They would have access to all these guns because under what Barack Obama told you, that there were so many guns out there on the streets that they could just overtake the world, but yet they're throwing Molotov cocktails and rocks. It's a little bit harder to sneak those guns in, isn't it, guys? Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Gun violence has gone down under Donald Trump, but the news isn't reporting it. Just something that I noticed. That's bizarre. It's weird. Why is that? Well, this president's agenda is to help you keep your guns. So wait a minute. So when the president was against guns, there seemed to be like 100 times the more gun violence. How come that's not true? Wait, now they would have to admit, uh-oh, <laughs> For that to be the case, 
they would have to admit that there's gun violence going on in the inner cities every night, wouldn't they, Leo? Wait a minute. They can't say that because it's against their agenda because now they're trying to say that it's all peaceful protests everywhere. So because there's no white kids shooting people in schools anymore, but the homicide rate by guns has gone up 500% in almost every major city, they can't report on that and at the same time say the protests are not violent. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. That can't be right. I must be a conspiracy theorist and I must be tripping. Let's, let's think about this. There's no mass shootings of anybody in department stores, schools, movie theaters. But the violence in the inner cities because there's no cops doing anything. Gun violence is getting 50 to 60 people per city shot every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But they're trying to tell you that the protests are all peaceful, so they can't report on the gun violence. So they can't make Donald Trump look stupid because they make themselves look stupid because they're, in fact, telling you that there is no violence and Donald Trump is out of his fucking mind. But yet, it's really there. You can Google that shit. That's odd, Leo. Why would they be doing that? Why would the same people who were talking about gun control all of a sudden stop reporting on gun violence? Because it's not a white kid killing people in a school. It's black on black. And oops, wait a minute. That doesn't work with Black Lives Matter agenda, does it? Just saying. All right, guys. I was only going to do an hour, and here I am in an hour and a half ranting and raving. But my whole point of all of this is I think you might want to start thinking for yourselves and stop, like you saw me read, being a sheep, being led to slaughter. Think for yourself, people. Be the adult. And when you become the adult, your IQ gets higher because you get wiser, you get smarter. The IQ test is based on no one is over the age of 18. That means that they're wagering that you're Maturity level is between 12 and 17 right now. It's easy to manipulate people with a, with a maturity level of 12 to 17. Those are the people that you target to become Antifa, the Nazi brown shirts. The Irish did it in, in the Easter uprising of 2012. You go after 1912. You go after the kids who are easily manipulated, The all of the... Um, terrorist organizations do that now. Go after the kids that are easily manipulated, indoctrinate their minds, and by the time they become adults, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, they become your military and do stuff for you. Strap on a bomb and run and blow themselves up. Okay? Burn down buildings only only occupied by middle-class Americans across America, calling yourself Antifa, anti-fascism, when everything you do is the epitome of fascism, in your actions and ideology. But yet you say you're anti-fascist, but you don't attack the fascist regime that you're claiming that you're a part of trying to stop. But yet you take money from that said fascist machine and agenda to do anti-fascist stuff by only attacking and, um, and doing damage to and stifling middle-class free-thinking, freedom-wanting, anti-fascist Americans. Hmm, that's weird. I'll leave you with that. You either, now at the end of this, if you ever made it to the end of this, because those of you who think that I'm a 
some sort of sneaky Republican, you guys already turned me off. Those of you who are still here probably are going, right on, bro. So if you are, if you made it this far, um, thank you for making it this far. If you didn't make it this far, you don't know that I'm saying this. And unfortunately, I feel bad for you by not making this this far. You turned it off and went, oh, man, that guy's a nutball. Because one day, you're going to be me. Namaste. I love you guys. Have a good day. I will be on the air tomorrow. Um, let me let me find out exactly where here that will be. Hold on. i got to see where I'm at on what, what website here because I don't want to mess things up. I'm going to tell you the, the in fact I'll put it up on the in the chat. Um, but my my uh, computer's being slow now. So give me a second. Hold, please. Give me a moment. And I'll put up the uh, show that I'm going to be on uh, tomorrow. And uh, what time is tomorrow at this time, I think. I think we go at uh, 5 Eastern. I don't know. Hold on. Let me find it here. Okay. It's here some darn place because I posted it. No, because everybody said happy birthday. It might not be on my page here. I have the meme. I'll put it up in the in the thing, but I will be there on the show. Wait a minute. Maybe that was just it and I just passed it. I'll be on a show tomorrow night, and it's called Where's My Sage? Where's My Sage? With Christy London and Mike, and I don't remember Mike's last name. And I guess I didn't put it on my page. I thought I had. Well, that's just bizarre, right? Let me go to one of my other pages here. And I thought I put it on my background page, but I didn't. Well, maybe they took it down because it was a conspiracy theory, right? <laughs> Who knows, right? So, all right, let me find and see if it's here on this one. If it is, I'll, I'll um, post it in the chat. If not, I have it. I'll save to the computer. So I'll I'll do the same thing from there. But um, it'll be in the chat so you guys won't see it on the screen. I was hoping to be able to bring it up on the screen here for you guys to look at. But um, here it is right here. So let me bring this up tight here and then I'll I'll share the screen. So let me go back over here. Wait, I'll go here, Dumas and change the screen to where is it? Is that it? Oh, it doesn't have it on there. So I'll have to do a redo a window capture here. So hold on a second. There we go. And then take this to here. Right? Is that on the screen now for you to see? Yes, it is. Hold on, I'll bring it up in full screen here. So it's called Where's My Sage? And I will be there tomorrow. Let me go back over here and pull this up uh, tighter here on the page. Go full screen. And it'll load there in a second. You guys will be able to see once it does if it's going to load. I guess that maybe that's full screen. Either way, it's tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, September 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So that would be 5 p.m. Pacific time. Tomorrow I will be on that show and we'll be talking about a whole bunch of craziness, I guess. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the topic will be, but I know that some of it uh, is going to be about aliens probably and just, um, you know, maybe some politics involved. I'm not quite sure I'm going to let them uh, uh, run me wherever they want to run me. Uh, and so we'll find out tomorrow. But tune in. It's on Facebook. Uh, it's episode number 27. Um, these are friends of mine. Um, I just couldn't remember Mike's last name because I, I just met him. But um, Christy London I've known her for like oh, almost five years now. We've done a lot of work together, um, and I've had her on my show. And she said, and and so they're having me on their show tomorrow. So tune in, right? It's gonna be cool. All right, guys, let me get out of here now so I can go back to the studio over here. Right? I'm in full screen mode for some reason, and I can't, I can't exit to go to the studio. Exit, please. There we go.
All right, so um, there's that. You guys get to see that. Where's my sage tomorrow, 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern? We're going to be on the air for two hours, and they're going to be interviewing me. All right, guys, namaste. Have a great day. Uh, this will probably, like I said, get listed as <laughs> conspiracy theory right after I get off air. And none of what I said to you is in any way something that I'm lying about or made up or conspiracy theory. It's actual true fact, and you would know that if you were, if you were uh, you know, able to see, right? So I think that, Eric, uh, I think that's because when I move, I hit this microphone. I'm going to have to start wearing the lapel mic again. So you're saying my audio is bouncing. I think when I bounce this, it bounces the audio for you, and you hear it coming in scratchy. So I, I apologize for that. Um, but I think that's what happens. Because on some people, they say the audio is messed up, and then other people go, I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. It's fine for me. So I don't know if you're listening on, a, on ear, 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 you know, earbuds or whatever. I don't know. It's me touching the microphone, though, and the mic moves. It bounces around, and it creates a, an issue crackling, I guess. Um, so I'll have to probably go back to the lapel or the or the headset so I can eliminate that. All right, guys, I love you. Uh, like I said, um, keep watching. I'll be back Friday. We're doing the love one still on Friday nights uh, until we're done with 106 sessions. And uh, I'm also looking and doing a few more shows of talking about in the future. I'm looking at producing a couple of shows for other people. So that's going to be cool, right? So we'll see how that turns out coming up. But I'm not actually sure when with coronavirus and everything going on right now, a lot of that's kind of on hold and it has been for a long time. I've been trying to work on it for a few years with uh, different people, right? But we'll see what happens. All right, all right, guys, have a great day. And I'll see you tomorrow if you tune in. That's on Facebook. So those of you who are listening to this on the podcast, you'll have to either uh, wait because I'll get a copy of it and I'll, po- and I'll post it on my MP3 podcast so you guys will be able to hear it. Um, and I will have it shared to my channels so that you guys can, you know, pick it up and watch it from there. Uh, and if you're on Facebook, I think they use StreamYard. They do use StreamYard. So if you're on Facebook or YouTube, it'll be on both those channels uh, simultaneously. And all the chats go back to the one so you can say hi to everybody there and we'll be able to see it. All right, guys, have a great day. I love you. And tune in tomorrow and tune in on Friday. And tune in to Rob's show. Rob, Ch- type in the chat your show, brother, and when the next one's on. So those of you, I'll wait. If you're still in the audience, Rob, I'll wait. Put that up in there. Plug yourself. Rob's got a great show that he's doing, and he's um, he's got some really good stuff that's going on because he got picked up by some people to uh, broadcast on their network, uh, which is badass, right? So he's doing his show, then he also, I think he's doing both, his show and then the one for he does on, her, on their network. Uh, so I'll have to find out when he's on next. So put that in the chat if you're still there. And um, you guys can tune in to Rob's show. He's got a great show. He's He's a really good speaker, and he has a lot to say, so it's cool, cool, cool stuff. All right, guys.